0: going on guys it's Bryce again welcome to another episode of the expedition to try podcast I have no idea what I'm doing with my life and I'm assuming a lot of you don't either so let's try and figure it out together I'm here with my buddy Jake uh one of you know Brandon Porter um Brandon Porter's friend from home decided to text me and we wanted to get on the podcast together so here he is Jake if you want to introduce yourself to the fans at home
1: up, well, my name is Jake. I am uh twenty four. I live in uh Guildlands, same place as Brandon. Uh yeah, and I, I met Bryce through Brandon um a couple of times, just hanging out in various places and uh yeah, we've we've gotten into some fun things together and uh yeah, I just I saw this podcast and I thought it was it was a really awesome idea and uh I'd love any opportunity to talk about it myself. So <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't <laughs> yeah
0: i i was trying to i'm just thinking about it now i don't recall the first time
1: we really met was it at like indian ladder maybe i think it was at uh, jack's uh so uh my other friend from home uh, but yeah i think we met at his house in, okay. uh, yeah cool
0: yeah i always try and think of like when and where and how i meet people <laughs> just to see how far we've come since then, <laughs> it's always such a blur. I think that was it was years it must ago. have been like three three years ago or something like yeah, that which seems crazy
1: that that much time has passed since then yeah i I continuously have that like thing where I'm just like, I've been out of college for how long like yeah, because it just it, it feels like i mean there's there's been a lot of progression, but like sometimes it feels like there's been absolutely no progression, and I just graduated <laughs> like the other day.
0: So. <laughs> All right, so let's let's get into more. What's been your process of getting to where you're at now? You can go in as much detail or as little as you want. We can go from there.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I was a, uh, I was a biology major in college. Um, <laughs> choosing that was kind of just like it was something that I was decent at in high school. And um, I thought it would be fun. I always have enjoyed being outside um, in college just kind of didn't exactly find what i was looking for with biology i think that's more on myself than anything i just i didn't know exactly what i wanted to do i was knew I wanted to be outside um and this is just kind of like trying to find my way when i was a junior i took a geology class um and i just fell in love with it uh it was the coolest thing i, I had never felt passion for any sort of like learning like i had felt for that so I like rushed my last two years to do geology. And uh, I had just like a couple incredible professors. And one of them just said, you know, like, you don't have to abandon biology completely. There's a really amazing intersection and usually it involves water. And so, uh, you know, that was like stuck in my mind. That was always something I've enjoyed being on. Um, when I was in college, I had a two summer internship with the land conservancy uh, here locally in Albany. And so I was able to get outside with that, just kind of get familiar with like the world of land conservancies and land management. Um, So I wasn't sure how I was going to connect that with water, but I had, I had work experience, which was nice. Um, And through that internship, I had uh, a lot of the people in there had done AmeriCorps. So it was something I was like kind of interested already in. Um, By the time I graduated, I was, exhausted i just mentally couldn't do it anymore i I loved learning but i was just very tired and uh so i was like i think i think americorps is going to be the going to be the move for me um and so i thought of places i'd want to go for americorps and uh i typed in utah americorps (laughs) and um the first one popped up i was like this is an awesome opportunity um and so that August, after summer, I went out to Utah uh, and I did a six month AmeriCorps term out there doing conservation work. So that brought me up to North Dakota for a month. I was, you know, down to San Diego, uh, where I was located in Utah was right next to Zion National Park. So it was just, it was crazy. Um, but like more than that, it was like the. I did a program there called the leadership development program. And for the first time in my life, I was like, focusing on, um, like soft skills, like communication skills, things that I had never really even thought about before. Like, how do you communicate to a person who you're working with, who's like a project manager versus like, how do you communicate with your peers? Like selective, like communication like that. And so like, I just, this insane amount of personal growth i felt happened in six months it was crazy it was the first time i had been outside of new york state because i went you know like went to college or high school in albany and then college in rochester and so i was just like having this like like this is different this is culturally different and then i'm just like growing in like a way that i had never grown before it was super cool and then i came back after six months um I got a job with New York state doing water quality. So there you go. I, I found the water, um, which I still don't know how I got that job, but I did. And, but, um, and that was super awesome. And then, uh, that was a seasonal position. So that finished up. Um, and I was just really trying to get a full-time position. Nothing was sticking, you know, just like you're firing out applications and you just, not hearing back from anybody you're going to interviews and they're just they're not hitting and so that was a pretty long time it was like half a year of just like yeah. applying 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 <laughs> interviewing interviewing and then I just had thrown out this feeler for another seasonal position uh up in the Adirondacks um, just in case and they reached out to me and it was just in a period where like I had just gotten rejected I think from like two interviews in a row <laughs> and I was just like Let's do it. Like, we're going. And so I, last summer, lived in the Adirondacks. I was working up there, uh, working on the Sable River, uh, just like doing more, some water quality work, uh, interacting with the public a ton, which was awesome. That was the first time in my life I'd ever been like, my job revolved around interacting with the public. So I got to grow a lot with that. And uh, I made a vow to myself that I wasn't going to get stuck in another position where I had to was done with work and I needed to apply um and so I was applying and uh my current job uh worked out from there and so I was able to kind of like bounce right from that position to this position so I'm back in Albany now I think I'm here for the foreseeable future at least you know <laughs> barring good job performance, <laughs> but, yeah. I,
0: I didn't realize you went to uh college in Rochester did you go to RIT or U of R?
1: Uh, I went to Geneseo. So I, I mean, oh. I know you're from Rochester. So yeah, I don't count there. Right. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, Geneseo
0: was, uh, my second choice. I, and then the second time I toured it, I was like, Holy shit. There's so many Hills here. I don't want to be here.
1: <laughs> I can't walk around this place. <laughs> it certainly was a cardio workout every time you were there. Yeah. It was, I, it was my second choice too. I, uh, I wanted to go to UVM. I had wanted to go to University of Vermont for like years. It was just like, it was my dream school. And, um, just Geneseo just felt right, you know, after everything went through and just, uh, the best decision I've ever made. It was like, just like the most wonderful place.
0: (laughs) So, uh, let's go all the way back to the glory days of high school. (laughs) The ones no one wants to remember normally. What, um, Did you feel as though you were being pressured a lot by either your family, friends, uh, teachers, or guidance counselors into choosing a degree and choosing a college and all this stuff in your junior and senior years?
1: No. Which is, like, I'm just trying to think back. I was just kind of not floating, but, like, I I was – good at school and I didn't really have to try um and so I think because of that I was kind of just like I don't know I just had like an assumption that it was going to work out no matter what I did um and so I didn't really put a lot of stock into college <laughs> which is really weird to say <laughs> but it almost felt like just like um it was going to happen you know like it wasn't like this like amazing opportunity to go and learn for four years it was just it was you know, the next step. Um, yeah, I mean, I had a lot of interest. I love writing. Um, I love history. And then, so I guess, yeah, I, I guess I chose biology more so because I, was, I loved it and I was good at it, but also because I knew that there was going to be most likely more of an opportunity to get work after college through it. Um, but yeah, never really any pressure. My dad went to Geneseo. Which is why uh, I was, you know, but there was ever like never any pressure. We toured wherever I wanted to go, and uh, it just so happened to work out. I, you know, went to the same college as my dad. Um,
0: so interesting question that I've I've never actually asked this before. What do you think your parents and other family members would have said if you had decided not to go to college at all?
1: I think I, I. I'm just lucky I have, like, the most supportive system around me. Um, you know, I think anything that I had chosen to do, they would have supported as long as I was dedicated to it. Right. And I think that's always been it. It's like, as long as you have a plan and you're dedicated to what you're doing. And so, I mean, I, I, just to backtrack a little bit, like, I had, you know, I bumped around the seasonal positions and I went out to Utah and stuff like that throughout everything they were just incredibly supportive of me and really just like, you're doing it. Like you, you have a plan, you're doing things and that's good. So yeah, I think, you know, hindsight 2020, everything works out, but I think they would have been super supportive of anything I decided to do as long as you know, I knew what I wanted to do. <laughs> yeah.
0: Which no one ever really does. So. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> as long as I thought I knew what I wanted to do. So then at Geneseo, <laughs> um, So personally, geology, one of my least favorite subjects ever. It's so boring to me. I cannot get into it. I had to take a couple classes because I was also a bio major. So what about geology just really struck a chord with you? Was it your professors or was it the material that you were learning?
1: What was it? Oh, it was definitely both. But, I mean, I had just, like, incredible professors. And it was smaller classes, too. So, like, they're they're really immersive and, like, um, our biology program is larger CEO, so like sometimes just like because I wasn't going forward with it, no one else was there but by the time I got into geology, I was a junior so I was kind of just a different student than I was when I was a freshman, so I think that played a role too. but I've always been super interested in like macro stuff um, on the biology side too just like it, it almost feels like a puzzle and it's really fun it's like this connects to this to connects to this and Geology was the same thing. It was just like, here's this thing and it impacts this thing over here. And it's just like, connect the dots and figure it out. Or, you know, this is what you have right here. Go back in time, you know, a billion years and figure out what was going on. And it's like, it was just, it was super interesting to me. And it just, um, it really played into that, like, I think I, I found it right around the time I was doing cell bio which just was not connecting with my brain at all like I was just like this is far too specific and I, I just I don't have interest in this at all and it just it really played into that like this is where you want to be like this is what you're super interested in and uh yeah th- I think that was it but just like even when I got into more specific stuff through geology it just it really clicked I think just being able to look at like a landscape and be like, I know what happened here like a billion years ago. It's just, it blows my mind. And that's what I also love about biology. So
0: I, so I was actually a cell bio major. So we're, yeah, we're opposite sides of the spectrum. I, I love this small stuff.
1: <laughs> Did not work for me. Genetics and cell are just like a slog.
0: <laughs> that's interesting. Um, I, I also love, Uh, like those kind of small quote-unquote small skills you can pick up like you said you can look at a landscape and be like oh I know like at least 15 icebergs came through here at least (laughs) I love shit like that or like with me I can just I just know basics about cells because I haven't studied bio in a couple years now after I graduated but I can still kind of know like those small details that other people don't. I love that shit. (laughs) Um, so what are some things that you had to overcome in college? Did you have any like major struggles in terms of like meeting new people or like studying or anything that you can think of?
1: Yeah. I mean, the struggles that I had were all self-created. Um, I mentioned earlier that like high school was easy for me. Um, and I kind of went into college with the same assumption that uh, college was going to be easy for me too. And uh, I, I didn't study um, my first semester and I did incredibly poorly. And uh, the rest of college um, was kind of crawling myself out of this like hole that I created, which is kind of challenging when you're taking biology courses, and, <laughs> like, you know, like science. Um, yeah, it was just like, I wasn't, I wasn't connected to it there was like this like disconnected I was just like I was just doing it and like I was going to be good at it because I was successful in high school and I didn't have to try and like it really smacked me in the face really quickly and it was like oh no like you have to work and so it was really cool I got to build myself because I it tore me down and I got to choose who I was going to build myself back up as and um I mean i'm really happy that i chose the way i did and you know i think i developed a really strong work ethic from it and uh, just like nothing's nothing's given everything is earned um, mentality which is i think the most valuable thing that i have in my life and it, i think most of the success that i've had has come directly from that so i wish i could go back to myself back then and be like no this is going to be okay like you're, it's going to work out in the end but there are some times where it's just like, man, I have really, really screwed up. Um, and, yeah, just that, that kind of, like, mentality kind of, like, brought me, like, went through college with me, just like, oh, my GPA is not good enough to do X or Y or stuff like that, even though, like, it was. And I, it was just, like, these, like, things that I had built in my mind of like, underdog mentality that I just needed to, like, go 110% all the time, um, which definitely played into why I was so exhausted by the time I graduated because I just really hard but that was definitely the biggest thing in college for me um meeting friends I think everybody has you know the same thing just like that the first like up until Thanksgiving break was kind of just like I don't know and I'm lucky in that, you know my high school friends we have a really close friend group and we're still really close um and so there's always that kind of like am I ever gonna have this group of friends again? And like, you're like comparing like brand new friends to like your like lifelong friends. And it's just, it's super unfair. And, but in the moment, everything is just so new and such a, yeah, just, just a really new experience and you're not sure your brain's kind of going haywire. So.
0: I, I had the, I, I think I was probably the luckiest person ever in terms of finding a friend group in college because it was immediate yeah I, I may not have realized it but it was after the first two weeks i had like a group of 10 guys already yeah in the it, i got so lucky especially coming in a semester late i don't i don't like thinking about how lucky
1: i am because i just think about how it could have gone wrong <laughs> Yeah, I mean, all things considered, like, I got super lucky, too. And it, it's funny, because, like, if you look back at, like, the people who I lived with my four years, like, they're all my, like, my dorm. Like, I lived right next to them the yeah. entire time. You know, like, it's just, like, super close friends. And then uh, I joined, I rode in college, so I joined uh, that team my sophomore year and just kind of really expanded my friend group from there. But. So what are,
0: um the new thing I'm kind of interested in talking to people about is, their kind of mindset or worldviews, I guess, I don't know the exact word for it, but I'm personally like very optimistic about the future. And uh, I'm very stoic with things that are like happening presently in my life. So how would you describe your mindset or headspace, I guess? Are you an optimistic person? Are you more pessimistic, nihilistic, or uh, do you
1: like buddhism like how would you describe yourself uh i hope i'm not a nihilist i definitely tend towards more pessimistic stuff um this is kind of my nature i kind of like lean into that um but uh, there's an effort that I, I go through most of the time to try to like reframe things and realize how lucky i am and just like the immense amount of support that i have behind me Like. I think you you always have stuff that happens to you and it feels like this is like the world's crumbling and it's like, why is this happening to me? And like, I guess, yeah, with my kind of like pessimistic mindset, sometimes it like expands on that. But um, so yeah, something recently actually, just like really, really trying hard to just reframe things in my brain and just like, I have it really good and I have it really lucky and like it might feel like it's a really big thing for me right now, but it's in the grand scheme of things it's not. And a lot of people have it worse. So, but uh, yeah, I definitely lean towards pessimistic sometimes and uh, the way the world is, it (laughs) kind of plays into that a little bit too. So have
0: you always kind of had that view of the world ever since you were a kid or were you kind of raised, under different guidance by your family and then what like I feel like a lot of people the switch happens if it does happen is when they go to college because they're on their own they're meeting kids their own age who are all in the same spot in life as them and they start to like look at the world and things differently that's what happened to me because I was raised kind of more along the lines of like, my morals were based on Catholicism. And like, my life kind of revolved around that. But then as soon as I went to college, I had the decision to either go to church or not. And I didn't do it as much. So then I started forming my own views, started reading more about like philosophy and stoicism and like talking to other people about what they think. And I just kind of branched out.
1: So what's like your story with that? So I wasn't raised, uh, religious, uh, wasn't brought up like that. Uh, definitely brought up to be kind and, you know, like kind of the tenets of religion that I think are incredibly beneficial. Just like, you know, be super kind to people, treat other people the way you want to be treated, uh, strong family connections and stuff like that. That was all there. Uh, I just wasn't raised religious. Um, but yeah, definitely the, the mindset kind of did start more so in college, uh, around the time I started paying more attention to politics for the first time um, and taking a lot of classes about the environment and just kind of like going through like where we're at as a world and like where we're headed towards. And I think there's just an inundation of negative news or just kind of like, oh no, we're in trouble kind of stuff that just kind of came in. And uh, I don't think it's a bad thing. I, I, you know, I say pessimism, but I don't think that's, I don't think it's a bad mindset to have uh, personally, as long as you can kind of like keep it in check sometimes, which is hard. It's hard sometimes, but. Yeah, I,
0: I would say, um, I don't know enough about all of them. Like I, I assume you think like nihilism is not the best one either, but my friend, you know, our friend Matt, he's a nihilist uh, mainly. He's a nihilist and a Buddhist. Those are his two main choices, but nihilism as he describes it isn't this bad thing. People tend to assume it's kind of like the world has no point. Why the hell am I even trying? Um, But I guess he has more of an optimistic view on it. So I guess you could kind of do that with any worldview that anyone really has, which I think is awesome. And it's so cool that other people have all these different views. And for them, that's the best option. But for someone else, it's not even close.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and, and for me, something I, I try really hard to do in, like, every aspect is, is not box myself in. So, like, I think if you looked at me and you said, like, oh, you know, sometimes he has a pessimistic mindset. But I, sometimes I'm super optimistic, you know. And sometimes, you know, I, I think it's just boxing yourself in sometimes and calling yourself one thing. Leads you to start believing things in that that maybe you didn't you know like I just I think being open and exploring a lot of stuff and just trying to like always be open to like learning new things and I just I'm very cautious about boxing myself into a single or you know multiple different things but yeah I don't know you know a, a lot of these things it's like I haven't even taken time to really dive into them so I don't know what I feel about them. Uh, it would be unfair of me to like say anything like negative or positive about them without like really taking time to just dive into them and think about them. So what
0: would you say um, are some of your hindsight moments? So a hindsight moment, as I describe it, is like moments from your past that when you were going through it, it kind of seemed like a shitty situation. Whether it be you failed a class, you failed a test, uh, you made a dumb mistake talking to somebody, anything like that, that when it happened seemed like it was awful. But now when you look back, you realize, oh, shit, if that hadn't happened, I wouldn't have done this, which created this person that I am now.
1: Do you have anything off the top of your head? Yeah, I think. College, you know what I what I mentioned earlier, just like having a rough first semester. It was like it, it just felt like the end of the world. And there's times when it felt like I just I messed up, like that was it. Like I I had I had messed up and I ruined my chance and I was done. Um, and I just I look at where I'm at now and just like probably a self-created chip on my shoulder, but like you know that that kind of did drive me through college and it still drives me today and just kind of this uh nothing is given everything is earned mentality that i I bring pretty much every day to stuff um it's just it's super valuable and yeah i think hindsight like that was the best thing that ever happened to me was getting a really hard dose of reality really early on um because it, it, it just led to where i'm at today and i'm super happy with where i'm at today so i mean who knows what would have happened if I if I had done it differently? You know, if I if I had been very successful, I don't know where I would be, and uh, I don't really want to think about that. I'm <laughs> happy with where I'm at now. So. And then, last more serious
0: question: um, Being 24, what would you say you're most concerned or anxious about presently? Or what are you most anxious about for your personal future? Or I guess just the future in general.
1: Yeah, I don't know. There's so much to be anxious about. Um, I don't know. Just like where it's going to be. You know, where the world is going to be, where we're going to be as a country. Uh, The polarization, the heavy polarization scares me. Um, Climate really terrifies me. Um, just like the way I see things going and, uh, it's a lot, it it really does scare me. And just, um, you know, down the road when I'm thinking about, you know, like having a family and stuff like that, it's like, what type of world are you bringing someone else into? Um, it scares me, but, um, not enough to, not enough to like, kind of like debilitate me or anything like that. Um, I think there's been... For me personally, I'm not really nervous about where I'm at at 24, um, which is a new mindset because I think there was a large portion there where I was just like, you know, my friends are here and I'm here and like we're not moving linear and that comes from, at least in my mind, since kindergarten, you're moving up in a linear step with all these people, your peers, uh, and you're each making that bump for the most part. You know year by year so you're always in kind of like the same area as your peers Then you graduate and it's different you know like some people are CEOs by the time they're like 25 and some people are just figuring it out and there's like this at least I felt it I'm not sure if you did this heavy pressure to like compare yourself to everybody um, whether that's created by just human nature or it's I think it's amplified by like you know social media and everything like that just like comparing other people's highlights to your reality. But um, yeah, for a while there, I was just kind of like, am I in a place where I need to be at this age? And um, now I look back and it's just like the amount of growing and things that I've done by the time I'm 24, I just, it feels, I feel so successful. Just in, you know, raising my, like, mental state and just like being in a place where I can have a conversation like this and not be oh man like what am I going to do next and stuff like that so I think I'm I'm happy where I'm at uh, for the time being I think I'd love to grow and I think I'm in a position right now where I can really grow and that's super exciting for me Uh, and I'm not anxious about that I'm not anxious about where I'm going to go which is a really cool place to be in
0: that's, that's actually a really good point. I've never really thought of it like the, uh, the linear path we take from kindergarten to high school. That's a really good point. But yeah, I more recently actually, probably within the last year, is when I got out of the comparison mindset because you just have to realize like it's not beneficial at all. Why, why compare myself to someone who's taken a completely different path than me? Like yeah. you can't do that. Cause then you'll just beat yourself up. You got to realize what you've done. Right. And like, just <laughs> don't worry about anyone else.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, I, but it's hard. I, yeah. I, I really do think it's just like your nature to like compare. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I don't know. Because, because then if you're doing that, you're not focusing on like the really incredible things you've been able to do in your time. And I think that's a disservice to, I think everybody who's, I think everybody's had amazing successes and so like it should be celebrated <laughs> um
0: so i guess maybe still in terms of work topics um do you want to describe kind of more in detail what you are doing for your company now and then kind of what's the goal of the company or your personal goal with it and where do you see yourself going with that field
1: yeah, so uh, I'm a natural resource scientist is my title. Uh, I do wetland delineations for the most part, um, just like going out in the field. Uh, a lot of wetlands have federal or state regulations, so just kind of like boxing them off and just like having them delineated so that uh, if it, you know construction needs to happen or something like that, uh, they're protected. Um, so that's what I'm doing now. Uh, and it's a really cool field it's really awesome I'm learning so much which is where I want to be and I think there's a there's a heavy there's a lot of learning to do and there's a lot of room to kind of like move up and just keep learning and keep you know I don't think I'm ever going to become stagnant if this is the field where I stay Uh, which is why I think I'm in a place where I'm excited and I'm pretty content because I love learning and I love challenging myself and I love continuously kind of like evolving so that's where i'm at and that's why i'm super excited about this position um but yeah that answer your question yeah
0: that's perfect so what are um we could start transitioning into more hobbies and stuff what are some habits healthy habits that you have formed over your life do you you say you like learning so what do you do to continue to learn uh do you do anything like meditation breath work or just walking in nature to clear your head what what kind of healthy
1: habits have you formed um well yeah walking in nature is is huge for me uh running i I ran in high school Uh, i still try to run whenever i can i don't do it nearly enough but it is for me it's a really nice reset um Sometimes when I'm just, my brain's just going haywire and there's just like so much stuff in there. Just taking 30 minutes or an hour just to like go out, push your body. You don't have to worry about stuff like that it is it's huge for me. Um, I don't do it nearly as much, especially by the time I get off of work. Usually it's pitch black and cold. So I should probably find a way to do that in the mornings. But, uh, and then just waking up early um, is huge for me. Um, I started that when I was in college. I, mentioned I rode, so we are up usually around like 4 or 50, five o'clock 5 in the morning to uh, go to practice, and uh, it stinks, it's not fun. It doesn't get any better. But um, just having my mornings was huge for me, and I was super productive. I'm definitely a morning person, so like the earlier I'm up, the more productive I find my days are. So I try to do that now, even in my job. Uh, I'm lucky in that I have a pretty consistent schedule but uh yeah I try to get up 5 30 every morning and uh no matter what's going on and just get up and start my days and then uh on the weekends I can sleep in a little bit but usually my bot, my internal clock is kind of set to like do it yeah but uh I don't know if that's a I think that for me it's a healthy habit um I try to read I don't read as much <laughs> as I should um but yeah I don't know it's really interesting uh I've never been one to kind of like focus on creating habits usually they just come to me and they're just things that I do so I don't like view I guess I just don't view a lot of the stuff I do as like healthy habits uh I know I bite my nails and that's a bad habit I'm very aware of that but that's that's
0: pretty funny um uh, this is just a dumb moment for me, but when you said you rode, I did not connect <laughs> that word with boats. I was like, what the <laughs> hell is rode? Does he ride horses, motorcycles? What is he, what is he <laughs> riding? I didn't <laughs> make the connection. But then you said you wake up early, and I was like, oh, the boats.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: true, yeah. True. Okay, yeah. I. That's something – I've always been kind of interested in, I don't think I have the stamina for it at all. It's, it seems like it would be relatively on the easier side of a sport, but I don't think so at all anymore. Just doing the machine. I could never.
1: (laughs) It's, it's the hardest thing I've ever done. It's (laughs) the physical aspect is one thing, but um, I love endurance sports and I love them because of the mental aspect. And that is you're alone you know after a while you're alone in your own thoughts and it's you're deciding to push yourself to a certain limit and with rowing it was the you know the sport that allowed me to find my physical and mental limits um which always excites me um in the moment i'm pretty miserable it's uh, definitely type two fun which is you know for some people is something uh I completely forgot about my biggest hobby, which is hiking. I I absolutely adore hiking uh, wherever, mainly in the Adirondacks. Uh, And that's kind of just an extension of that. Just like there's slogs of days sometimes and you're just long and tired. And after a while, it's up to you to determine your mindset if you're going to enjoy it or not and to keep yourself going. So just kind of, I still get that that in doses, but definitely in a more enjoyable setting sometimes.
0: Are you trying to be uh, a 46-er? <laughs>
1: <sighs> like, yes, but what I always say is I, I, I ran and then I rode in college, so competitive sports has been a part of my life forever. Um, I don't know. I'm just, by nature, a pretty competitive person. Um, and so I want hiking to be as enjoyable as possible for me. And for me, I don't want it to become a competitive activity. I want it to be something I can enjoy and I don't get like enveloped in and just super competitive. And like my favorite parts of hiking are going out with my friends and doing, you know, yeah. spending time with them and spending time in nature. And I don't want competitiveness to kind of cloud that. I have 35, 46. Jesus. Um, oh my God. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm like, it's going to happen. Um and that's exciting and, and it'll be an accomplishment and I'll be very happy with it. Um, but I just I'm not setting like a time frame for myself to do it. Like I I've done, you know, giant multiple times. I've done a lot of them multiple times and I try to anytime people want to go and do something, not be like, Oh, we need to do it on my schedule and we need to do these because I haven't done it. It's like, yeah, let's go do them again. Cause like they're fun and they're really enjoyable. So that's where I'm at with that. Um, I think when it happens, which will probably be sooner rather than later, it'll be a really exciting moment and I'll be very happy. And it, it is a huge accomplishment. It's hard. But uh, yeah, as far as like having like a time frame or anything like that, it's uh, maybe it's in my brain, but I, I try very hard to like not let it become the only goal of doing hiking because it is a really healthy habit for me. So <laughs> I imagine you're gonna you're gonna climb the
0: 46th, and you're gonna like get to the top, and you'll be like counting,
1: and you'll be like, "Oh shit, it's my last one. Cool, I did it." That, and you'll just I, walk down. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I, I've been a couple times. It's just like, "Oh, I wonder how many I have. Like, I should probably do a count and like figure it out because I'm getting pretty close." So, but uh yeah, no, it'll be really exciting, and but I think with everything like that, like these like lengthy accomplishments, you look back and the best parts of it are spending time with your friends and being out and like having these really incredible like moments. I think those, that's what makes it special, not the number that you get at the end or the patch.
0: Um, so what are some things on your bucket list? Do you have any sort of travel you want to do or like anything on your bucket list at this point in your life?
1: Yeah, I miss Utah a lot. I wanna, you know, I, I wanna explore more of the country. Um, it'd be awesome. I know you and Brandon uh, tried to hit all the states. Uh, it'd be really awesome to get all the states. I think that'd be really cool. I'm doing, I'm over halfway. So I'm like, you know, not half bad, but- Close. Uh, <laughs> but also I'd love to go outside the country. Uh, I, The only time I've been outside the country has been to uh, Montreal. So I would absolutely love to do more like travel to other countries. Um, I mentioned earlier that like being in Utah was really amazing because it like kind of just like changed my mindset for like how, where the country is. And it's like, I think it's really easy to live in New York your entire life and just be like, oh, well, the world is this way because this is my reality. But you go other places and it changes the way you view things and it, it, it opens you up to like more of a human experience everywhere. And uh, I'd love to experience that in other countries, too. So I think that's a goal. Getting out to the Pacific Northwest, which I've never been to, and uh, going out to other countries. I think New Zealand would be up there for me, especially as the geology guy going out and seeing all the volcanoes.
0: Yeah, that would be – I definitely want to travel. Like I said, I'm not even close to 50 states. I think I just hit 15 with Vermont. I won a few weeks ago. Vermont was great. That's definitely the top of my list. Delaware's bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Never been to Delaware, so. Don't bother, dude. No. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm Vermont. sure that might change uh, once I go to, like, Iowa or something where it's just corn. <laughs> Every state's got their stuff.
1: Um, where'd
0: you go in Vermont? Um, so we stayed in Montpelier for the majority we went to Burlington for a night, uh, hit a couple breweries. I loved Burlington cause it was a, it's like a college exactly. town cause there's it's two the colleges in the world. So I'm like yeah. this, I feel like, I feel like I fit in cause these kids are my age. Um, yeah. I think it was just those two. And then we did like a hike in Montpelier. We were only there for a weekend. We couldn't do like hikes every day or anything. Um, I wish I could hike more. I love hiking, but my body does not allow me to do it. I'm so, like, my
1: joints are so bad. I got to work my way up. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, like, I don't know. You're getting out there. That's, yeah. that's really what matters. Uh, what hikes you do? Uh, we just did the one
0: behind the uh, the Capitol building. It's a nice easy, and it goes up to, like, an old stone kind of castle. Yeah. Uh, it was nice and easy because the whole trail is just flat, just with an incline. But like mm-hmm. I heard like Brandon went with Matt and some of his friends to Mount Marcy and mm-hmm. it sounded like it was the hardest thing they've ever done in their life. And I almost went and I'm so glad I didn't.
1: <laughs> the snow, yeah. yeah. It's, it's the time of the year where it's just a little bit more challenging too. Um, yeah, Vermont has just the best hiking in the world. I love it up there. The geology is so cool and like <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've done Camel's Hump, uh, Mount Mansfield, and a couple more up there and like every time I've done them they're just like so fun. They're really awesome. And I think they're comparable yeah. to the Adirondacks. The Adirondacks gets a lot of love but Green Mountains are super cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I definitely gotta go back to Vermont.
0: I would love to stay for a longer period of time and do more hikes.
1: Burlington Burlington's just like it's just the best city in the world. You said you <laughs> went to a couple of breweries. Did you go to Fiddlehead?
0: I don't think that was one of them. I can't even remember the names. I know the one was called Foam Foam Brewery. And I had yeah, foamed awesome. beer. My favorite beer is yeah, foam.
1: <laughs> right on the water. That's such a gorgeous section of like the waterfront, too. So.
0: Right on uh, what's that? Champlain College right there. I think wow. it, I think it's something like that. Whatever. <laughs> um, so what What are uh, just some of your goals? Where do you want to be in the next few years with your life?
1: I want to be happy. Um, it's kind of an abstract goal. And I think it just depends on my mindset from where I'm at there. But I'd love to be happy. Um, I'd love to be continuing to learn. And... Uh, That's it, you know, I I just don't want to put pressure on myself um, to like have a concrete plan. Um, I think I've experienced a lot of changing and just kind of like, I don't think if you asked me where I was going to be when I graduated college, I would have given you a totally different answer from where I'm at now. And yet I'm incredibly happy. So I think the, the takeaway from that, at least for me is just not putting pressure on myself to be anywhere besides being happy and just continuing to do what I really want to do, which is learn and grow. So as long as that's happening, I think I'll be able to find some real positivity from that. Sick.
0: I love that. I love the, I love happiness mindset. So many people I feel like in today's age are like, gotta be making a million dollars a year or I'm out. I'm leaving. (laughs) But I've I've been so big on just finding happiness. I, I like couldn't care less about how much money I'm making as long as I'm doing
1: what I love. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's an abstract thought. It really is. Uh, I used to say happiness is a choice all the time, which sometimes is true, but not all the time. But uh, and you know, there's, there's days where you're just not. You know, but as long as you can like kind of just like look at a, a long period of time and be like, I did some really cool stuff. Like, I had some really amazing people in my life. Like, just like looking at that stuff, like, that's what you're going to remember. You know, that's this would bring it back to what I said about the, the 46 years. is like you're going to look back and you're going to remember these small moments with like the people you care about and, you know, just like the places you were. And I think that's kind of it. It's just like being able to look back and be like, I had some really amazing people in my life i still do and i just i did some really amazing things and because of that i'm content so that's the goal just keep on keep on doing that and I we'll see where it takes me absolutely uh so last thing
0: is what is your billboard statement so it if the expedition to try podcast could buy you your own personal billboard or tv ad facebook ad wherever and it could say anything you wanted on it. It can be a quote you live by. It could be a meme if you want it to be, it could be a completely blank billboard. What would you want your billboard to say so that millions of people would see it and be like, nice?
1: Oh man. Oh, that's such a good question. Um, Oh man, I don't even know. That's like, I don't even know where to begin. probably something about the environment it would have to be something about the environment and about treating it in a respectful way um oh man i can't make it like wordy either It have, have to hit you ah that's great yeah i think it would be something about the environment i think it would be something like you know like maybe take care of our environment um i'm big on the best thing you can do for other people is to treat the environment well because earth is a rock and uh it survives without humans and will continue to survive no matter how much we do to it so i think being environmentally conscious is when you're doing that you're taking care of other people You're, you're preserving the world for other people to live in it so i think for me that would be if I could boil that message down into a couple of words, I'll have to take some time thinking about it. But I think it would be, it would be kind of that message going out there. I think that'd be what I'd choose. Perfect. Is there
0: anything or anyone you'd like to plug on this podcast? I can put uh, links and stuff in the description. If you're, if you got anything on your mind.
1: Nah, I'm pretty, <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing to plug.
0: All right. Any last pieces of advice or guidance or anything you want to say to the listeners?
1: I don't know, man. I don't (laughs) have any guidance or advice. I'm figuring it out just like everybody else. (laughs) All right. Perfect. Well, thanks for coming on.
0: Glad you uh, you had to join. Uh, For all of you listening, peace out and good luck.